Hey everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. We're here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, we'll be giving you a glimpse into the lives of other busy, successful, working parents who have, through it all, somehow been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their lives. Today, I'm talking with a good friend of mine and also a client with Envision, Amy Wright. She is a hardworking single mama of three who has decided to go for her health and fitness goals. Why wait until someday? No, for Amy, that someday is right now. She is an ambitious hair wizard. She has built up her book of business as a hairstylist while raising those babies and keeping her health and fitness a priority. Let's welcome Amy to the show. Good morning, Amy, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, how are you? Oh, you know, I'd be better. There's like, I can't see out my window because it's a sheet of ice. <laughs> oh, yeah, mine are the same. <laughs> there's worse things, I guess. I didn't have to scrape my car off or anything today, so that was a plus. Oh, well, that's good. That's you good. You said you had to? She you had to turn into the hole yes. to get your car open? <laughs> I had to, yeah, because my door was, all the doors are stuck shut. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I got it. it. It was like 70. I don't know if it was quite 70, but it was really nice. Like over the weekend, it was windy, but it was really warm out. And then we woke up this morning to literally everything is iced over and it's snowing. So that's our good old Nebraska. I think we're known for bipolar weather. (laughs) Bipolar. That is a good way to describe it. Yes. That's what I tell all my all my friends and family back at home. <laughs> yeah, because you're from, she's from California. So this is like, why'd you move here? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I get that question all the time. <laughs> so I wanted to bring Amy on the podcast today because she's honestly a true inspiration to me and a lot of other people, I think. Um, you know, she's she's busy. She's a single mom. She works full time. She's a hairstylist. She just did my hair for the first time not too long ago, and I absolutely love it. She's going to continue yeah, to do yeah. it. One thing that I I mean, first of all, she's got these beautiful eyes. You should seriously look her up. Her eyes are gorgeous. And this, I mean, really, uh, but honestly, the reason I wanted to bring her on here is I feel like she, she has so much going on in her personal life, but she has this goal, this like laser focused goal of competing. And, uh, you know, I just think that's so inspiring that she's not letting, you know, all this stuff like work and kids and, you know, all these things going on, get in the way of her goals. And so I really kind of wanted to bring her on the podcast today to learn a little bit about how she, you know, how she's able to do it all and in hopes that maybe it can inspire you guys, you know, that regardless of what we have going on in our personal lives, we really can still make ourselves and our goals a priority. And it's not a selfish thing. I think as parents, we get this bad rap that if we do anything for ourselves, that it's selfish and, you know, we're here to tell you it's not. You've got to have something going on for yourself. And, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So thank you for yeah. joining me. Thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, get an understanding of you and, you know, what is the biggest thing that you've accomplished or, you know, the thing that you're the most proud of? You know, we obviously always talk about our kids, but aside from kids, because, you know, they're obviously our pride and joy, but Beside that, what is, you know, the one thing in your life that you're most proud of accomplishing? Um, 
Well, I get I, it's kind of tricky for me, really. I guess it would it would be my business. Yeah. Um, I've always known since I was a kid I was going to do hair. Like it was a silly thing, and nobody took me serious through school, or you know, all the funny little reports you had to do when you were, you know, even through elementary school. And because um, you didn't have like the conventional, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be so. a doctor, things like that. No, not at all. I always knew. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do hair. That was. I'm going to be a hairstylist. <laughs> I love that because I feel like growing up, like sometimes as a kid, you just say what, you know, other people want to hear you say, right. You, know I mean? you had right. the audacity to say, no, this is what I actually want to do. And, and you yeah. did. It. I did. I did. Um, I didn't, I didn't take action really on that for a very long time in my life. And it was hard, you know, and I was a, I was a young mom. And so I never, I didn't go to school right away. And, um, we kind of had our oldest kids around the, cause we're, but we're the same age. And, and I yeah. had Hunter when I, I found out I was pregnant, I was 21 years old. So it was like, Hey, let's party and go to the bars and then hang pump the brakes. Cause now we're pregnant. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was 19. So I think I, let's see. I, and then I was 21 when I had my second one. So wow, it was, I never like had that, yeah. you know, I was a young mom. So I, I stayed home with my two youngest or my oldest ones till they were you know, ready to go to school. And then, and then that's when I started working and hated it. So did you finally did you start out doing hair? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, well, I did go to hair school when I was, when my oldest was just a little, little baby. Uh-huh. Um, I, we lived in Washington state at the time. And then I moved, we about halfway through, I moved back home to California and they said when I would that my credits would transfer, but they didn't through, you know, different States have different regulations and gotcha. so you basically had to do it again. Yes. And so long story short, I ended up having another baby and, you know, just working jobs and Life it didn't happens. stop me from doing hair, <laughs> yeah. awesome. but, uh, you know, and you know, you just, but yeah, the, I, I'd say like where I'm at in my career right now is probably the biggest accomplishment. I'm proud of it. It's hard work. And a lot of people, you know, underestimate hairdressers and how much it takes to build a clientele and yeah. a good reputation. And, you know, absolutely. Well, and, and I know, like, you know, cause I've, I've kind of bounced around between hairdressers. I just haven't found somebody that I had totally clicked with. And, you know, for whatever reason, you and I just really click and, um, but you can just tell the passion about what you do. Like, you know, I'm a blonde, I don't have hair extensions and I, you know, I have breakage and this and that. And you're like, you just need to learn how to take care of your blonde hair. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. nobody's ever said this to me before, you know, yes, and, it's, it's kind of, it's just super simple and yeah, <laughs> and it, it is not rocket science, but I've literally never had anybody passionate enough about their career to say, Hey, this, you just got to learn how to take care of it. And I'm going to teach you. And you did. Yeah. For sure. That's a, that's one of the best tools you could give your clients to, you know, they, they, to keep it healthy. And it's a, you know, you're my walking billboard. So yeah, I got to exactly. teach you how to keep it looking good. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's amazing that you followed your dreams. You know, maybe you had, you know, some roadblocks or, you know, hills to climb along the way, but, you know, ultimately you just kept doing what was in your heart. And, and I think that's, I think that's really admirable. 
Thank you. Yes. So, so I know that you have, you know, it's just been kind of a recent um, journey in your life that, that you've gotten into health and fitness with the last three, four years or so. Three years, I'd say, like seriously, anyway, you know, you do the whole yo-yo thing after kids and yeah. never works. And, you know, it. Uh, you just, you know, I can't, I, I, I'm going through a divorce. So three years ago I filed and uh-huh. I think my fitness journey is really what was my outlet yes. for sanity. <laughs> you so know? Say, like that was your kind of aha moment when you realized I can't live like this anymore. I've got to do something that is good for me in light of like all the rest of this crap going on. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, if you're not healthy for your family, then what are you? You know, I have to be healthy and in a clean state of mind to to be there for your kids, you know, through all the crap. And so it, you know, and it teaches them too, you know, it, hard work, it's hard work, you know, yeah. and they see that they may not recognize it yet, but you know, well, I think there's something to be said about when your kids are in those transitional ages, like they, like, even though you guys may be arguing or even though you, you know, from your kid's point of view, don't know crap, like they are still watching you. They are still, you know, there's a lot of people that, that say they're going to do this or that, but then actually taking steps and putting it into motion is, is two completely different things. Oh yeah. Accountability for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they're watching that. And I think, yeah. So what is the one piece of advice that you would give to other people that are busy and have careers and have kids and, you know, just have a lot going on, you know, and they're still trying to find a way to make health and fitness their priority. Like what is one piece of advice you would give to them to help them get back on track? Um, don't wait or, you know, don't, don't wait for a good time. You have to make the time, you know, if it's, and you really have to analyze really what is important in your life, what you were doing before. Everybody has time for fitness. You have time, turn your TV off, um, put your phone down, wake up 20 minutes earlier, go to bed, possibly 20 minutes later. You know, it's, you have to sacrifice really that and having support. If you don't just find someone, anybody, you will be surprised how many people will be there in your life to see you succeed. It isn't, you know, and it's hard. You don't really want to reach out for help, but it's there, you know, and say, Hey, you know, Hey, I'll buy you coffee. If you watch my kids for an hour while I go work out, please. Like that would be huge for me. Of course, anybody's going to do that. You know, and I love that. You've made, you just like literally hit so many great points on the head is that you can't wait for the perfect time because we all want to wait till we, you know, have enough money in the bank or our kids are a little bit older or, you know, when I get this next job or, you know, whatever your excuse is over your head right now, like that's Mm -hmm. going to be there. And if that excuse isn't there, there's going to be another one there. So you are absolutely right. You cannot wait for the right time. You have to make the right time. You have to just decide to do it. And I think the other point to that is don't overthink it. You know, I think 
um, people are waiting for the exact right diet or the exact right protocol for them. And it's like, okay, we all know that a McDonald's cheeseburger is probably crappier than a Walmart chicken salad, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. we all know those basic rules of thumb and, you know, it's yes. just as long to run into Walmart and grab a pre-made chicken salad than it would to sit in McDonald's drive through at noon. Like it's yes. probably about yep. So, you know, those, those are things it's like, don't overthink it. We all know what's healthy versus not. We all know that just getting movement of some sort in is better than sitting on the couch, scrolling through your phone. That's true. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, so it's silly. I, uh, I have a home gym in my garage and I keep my treadmill in the house. I am so jealous. (laughs) Like, I got to come see this thing, especially when you get your new piece of equipment in there. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, I should get it today. It's t- today's the 10th. It is. It should be here today. Woo. I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but I keep my treadmill in the house in front of like in my living room because ah. I'm not going to sit on my butt and watch TV. If I, which is, I don't really take a lot of time to watch TV. It's usually when the kids are in bed, but I'll take my steps and I'll do 45 minutes of just chill walking on the treadmill just to get steps in if that's what I have to do for the day. And you know, and I think that's another thing that's overly misconstrued is that you need to go in the gym and run sprints and do all these burpees, like jump over boxes. And no, no, literally get (laughs) your like daily expenditures up just by getting some movement, just a leisure walk is good. You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. I feel like you are very good at utilizing your time. I mean, my day is based on time. So my career is based on time. (laughs) So I, um, structure is huge and you know, it, that's how you, I mean, everybody should have a good structured day. (laughs) Yeah. I talk about routines. Actually, we're, we'll actually get into that at the end here about routines, but I, I think structure is so underutilized. It's one of the most important tools that you can implement in your day. Um, and it just makes life easier. I, why more people yes. have more structure? You know, I, I just think they'd realize how much easier life can be if you do have a little bit of structure. Right. Yes. Yep. So if you could go back to the beginning of your journey, let's say three years ago, what would you, what's one thing you would have done differently? Um, I would have hired a coach right away. <laughs> yep. yep. You know, you, you like, go through this. <clears throat> The one thing, if I could <clears throat> tell myself years ago, you know, you, you go to all these like supplemental companies that, you know, claim to be these, you know, for instance, Plexus, I'm not black, you know, I love the product. I used to do the pro I used to use the product, Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like, you know, pyramid companies where they tell you all this stuff is going to make you lose weight or whatever, you know? Um, I say, if you're, if you're willing to invest that sort of money to places like that, stop and just hire a coach. You're going to get so much more out of your life. If you stop with the crap advertising and go with 
somebody who knows what they're talking about, you know? Well, and I think you made a good point there. It's, <clears throat> not, it's not to bash the product because the product no, no, no. is probably fine, but yes. it's, it's the, who's behind the product trying to sell it. And that's the whole point is, you know, they're reading a pamphlet or they're a little, they're just trying to make this, money, but they know? are, and they're, they're making money off of their product and not yes. honestly caring about the client's long-term success. It's about making money on that product that day. Right. Which it is. I'm not saying that whoever's selling it isn't passionate about it because you know, they do, they believe in the product. It's like, they're, they're good companies out there. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not, but that's one, one thing I wish, I wish I would have reached out right away to a coach, to a nutritionist. Cause all, all it is, you know, they teach you, they give you the tools that you have no idea. You think, you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> Well, you know, and I do a thing where, you know, we've worked, you know, here at Envision, we've worked with so many different people that were able to see roadblocks for you before they happen. And so instead of you, yes. you know, messing up on those mistakes, we're giving you almost a fast track to skip past a lot of those mistakes, you know, right. so you're almost like just fast forwarding than trying to do it on your own. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I wish I did that a long time ago, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, I would be, sense. I would be in a, a whole nother world. If I, you know, you just, well, that's the support, you know? And yeah. yeah. And there's something that, you know, there's something to be said just about having somebody like there to hold your hand, somebody there to say, I get it. I know this sucks or this is great. Or, you know, clapping right. for you. So what are some of the biggest resources that have helped you stay on course? Uh, a coach <laughs> going back to the and, coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you just, what I love about like your company, you know, you're just a text message or an email or a phone call away and yeah. ever in this, in a hundred percent, they're going to tell you, you're going to have bad days. Yeah. Cause you do, everybody has a bad day, mm -hmm. but don't let that ruin the rest of your week or even like you have a bad morning and, or a bad night that's not going to ruin what's going forward, you know? So don't cave into and don't give into that feeling because it's going to happen, you know, get over it, move on. You still have plenty of other good things coming. You know, you, you don't, you don't have to let one bad thing ruin, you know, like your diet or whatever, or you miss a day like of working out. It's okay. People have problems and and that's okay. Like, you, you know, you think, yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that's a really valuable tool too, is that, you know, it's like a, the flat tire analogy. If you have a flat tire on the side of the road, are you going to just get out of your car and slash the other three? No, you're probably going to. No. <laughs> and then be <laughs> out of your way. But it's like in life, we tend to do that to ourselves. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I didn't work out today. So I might as well have a box of Oreos tonight. You know, no, that no. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Life will be fine. Let's get back to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We missed a day working out. Oh, well, that's too bad. So keep no, on going. I, I actually had this awakening last week because I, I ran, you know, my half marathon and Monday I took a rest day, rightfully so. And then Tuesday, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's get back to it. Rah, rah, rah. Oh, man. 
And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I went to the, you know, balls to the wall. And then Thursday, I was literally sick. I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. I was short tempered. It was just all the things. And I thought to myself, what are you doing? You ran a half a marathon that you did not train for. You've got to rest. And so, you know, it's okay. Like your body is going to tell you when it's, if you need it. Yeah. It's very good at that. And when you're there and when you're listening to it, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, um, that's one thing that I struggled with in the beginning. You know, I always thought, oh my God, I have to, I have to do this every day and be, you know, consistency is key in fitness with your nutrition and your working out, but you have to listen to your body too. Like sure. you can't, sure. you're not going to get far by hurting yourself. Yeah. You know, or, you know, like you rest days are good for your body to heal, yeah. especially when you're putting it through so much, you know, <clears throat> but, well, what a lot of people don't realize it's in that rest that those mother muscle fibers are rebuilt, you know, and that's actually what creates the bigger, larger, stronger, more defined muscles is that rest in between when right. you're constantly breaking them down and they're never repairing, you're never going to create the the physique that you want. So those rest right. days are just as important. What do you think <laughs> the word, what is, I'm always very curious about this answer. What does the word success mean to you? Um, you know, that's kind of, that kind of has changed a lot over the evolution that I've had the last few years. Um, Really, success to me now is just being happy with yourself, like you, yourself. (laughs) And that's hard. People, that's really hard for people to actually do, um, to be happy with themselves, to look in the mirror and be like, wow, I'm happy. Like you are, you are amazing. Like you're so talented at what you do. Thank you. you Go like you could go to Omaha or you could go to a bigger city and you could probably make more money and you could, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then how, you know, how would that feel for you? You know what I mean? Like that's not always success, more money, more, et cetera. Um, No, no, you have to be like, you have to look within and realize what is important to you in your life and focus on that because you could have all the things you could have all the money and totally not be successful. You'd be miserable. You know, you it's self-reflection. Like you, you just have to, yeah, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I've done a lot, a lot in the last three years. So, um, it's really just being successful is being happy with yourself and knowing that things are okay and that you're doing the right thing at the right time. And, and that's really, that's where you become successful. Yeah. I love that. I honestly, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more because, um, I think, you know, years from now, when we look back, we're not going to remember the shoes that we had on or the purse that we carried around or probably even the vehicle that we drove, you know? Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm our kids are, we're going to remember the feelings that we feel, you know, it's kind of funny because I think about this when my daughter was a baby, she didn't sleep very good. My four-year-old and, um, 
you know, I remember being tired, but I, you know, and she's close enough to where I remember how tired I was. But Mm -hmm. when I look back at like my 15 year old, when he was a baby, like all I remember was how happy I was being his mama. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't remember being exhausted or being, you know, all I remember is, is I was so happy, you know? And yeah. so I think those are, those are the things that we're going to remember. I couldn't tell you, you know, the clothes that I wore back then or how much money I had in the bank. I mean, but I can tell you how happy I was to be a mama. And so right. I think that's something to look back on or to even look ahead on is think, how am I going to feel about this years from now? You know? Yeah. Well, it's just self, self, you look within and you're like, you know, <laughs> Yeah. What's going to get you far and what really isn't, you can't take things with you. (laughs) Yeah. You can't take that with you to your grave. That's for sure. Well, Mm -hmm. final question. A lot of people are very curious about, you know, how it seems like we're able to do it. And so it goes back to this structure that we were talking about earlier. And I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, structure routines are very important with the, you know, knowing that they could change and then we have to roll with it. But I think for the most part, Mm -hmm having general structure in our lives allows us to not overthink situations. Like I think sometimes people try to throw in, like I do the coconut oil and the green tea with lemon and the collagen, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I didn't start out doing all those things. I think I started out drinking green tea and lemon and that was absolutely it, but it just brings mm-hmm. to structure and routine and how people try to put so many things in there because they think that'll better themselves. But really it, it comes down to oh. standard structure, you know? And yeah. What does it, what does that look like for you? What does your day look like? Like the standard, you, I get up, my day starts every day, <laughs> the same time, you know, I get kids up, I get them ready. I take two to school, one drives. It just is, and you know, I get home. So I get back home and I have an hour and a half before I go to work. So that's like my time where I, you know, prep for the day or really just kind of sit down and chill and, and just have like my thoughts to myself. Nobody's in the house. Um, that's so that's why I like my routine and, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, then it's work and then go pick up kids and, or take to daycare. And then sometimes I go back to work, but you know, and then you come home, you do the dinner, you do the homework things and then kids go to bed, you know, it's pretty standard, but the micro in it, you know, like structure is, you know, the time we get up, you know, we have to leave on time to be, you know, or prepping your meals. Like that's a good structure to have. You have to, you know, like prepping your lunches for the week. I do it every week. If you don't, that sucks. Like, (laughs) you know, just trying to throw things together. It just creates chaos. (laughs) It does. And yeah. I think that, that puts you in a bad position where you're forced to make decisions that you normally wouldn't make if you don't have, yeah. you know, yep. yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like we've talked, um, because I worked a lot of weddings on Saturdays. And yeah. so I, I used to not really prep anything for those days and, and I wouldn't really count, you know, my macros in those days. And then I started and it is insane you think you're making good choices, but you're really not Yeah, according to your numbers, you know, but you start to look at at it actually. Yeah. And, you know, prepping for it, you totally make way better decisions. So, you know, if you keep structure in your life, it keeps, 
your sanity (laughs) you know and you don't you don't get anxious and yeah you know it's just this you you it just creates so much more peace in your life if you have structure and stuff so so interesting that you know what I hear you saying is that being prepared like so many people are like I don't have time to be prepared but I think if they would actually take a step back and realize if you were structured and you're planning and you were prepared ahead of time, you actually have mm-hmm. more time. You, know? you have more time. Yes. More time, um, anxiety and stress. Yes. It just, and you know, you don't, you don't have to make it complicated. You know, yeah. people look back and, you know, when I first started, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so hard. And it, you're looking at the whole picture way at somebody who is way ahead of you. You yeah. don't need to do that. You know, you, you do little things at a time and then it gets easier and then it becomes repetition. And then, you know, and then it's like, it's not, it's not effort at all to you to be in that structured lifestyle. Yeah. I love that. That's such a you good know? point that if you're trying to be where somebody else is on chapter 10 and you're on chapter one and you're trying to skip ahead, number one, you're going to be overwhelmed and want to pull your hair out. But number yep. two, you're not yes. going to have the tools or the brain power that you would have built up going through each chapter one by one. So you really do have to take, yeah. take those small steps to learn the lessons that build yep. you up. And, and, and start small. You don't, like I tell a lot of my clients ask me now, Oh my gosh, Amy, you look so great. What are you doing? And I said, well, I'm, I work with a coach and, you know, they plan my, they, you know, they help me count my macros and then, you know, they do my workouts and they're like, well, well, how do you do that? And I said, well, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Well, then what are your numbers? You know? And I said, but that's not the same for you. I said, but right. You know, reach out to somebody, they'll teach you and start slow. You don't need to look at the whole picture because it's taken me almost a year to get to where I'm at right now, you know? So that could be, that's, you can't, you can't just jump right into that. Right. Absolutely. Like if I gave somebody my macros, like they could have a completely opposite result of what I'm experiencing or, you know, vice versa. Right. Yeah. Everything. No, it's built. Like I've built. (laughs) And you've worked (laughs) up. It's not like it's where you started. Yes. No. (laughs) Yeah. Because like, I think honestly, cause it's, it's great because we've, we've worked really hard to build your food up really high. And and if I would have gave yes. you that recipe at the very beginning of your journey, you would have been like, you're crazy woman. No way. I would have thought you were crazy. Cause I'd be like, there is never, how am I supposed to eat that much food in a day? Oh my God. <laughs> I know it really is crazy. But when you're bodybuilding, your body needs that, you know, we're breaking yes. down. We're, we're training, you know, you, you need that fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the non-negotiables for you in your day? Uh, never go a day without coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's the first on this podcast. And I cannot believe that's first. Cheers to that. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking coffee right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you can go without coffee. I just, um, uh, that's one thing that like, I won't give up is my coffee. Cause I love my coffee. Um, yeah. it's, it's cozy to me, you know, or in the summer it's refreshing. Yeah. You know, I, of course I drink it cold. Um, gosh, what's a non-negotiable? I'm not, I mean, that could go so many different ways. Uh, be on time. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't be late. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, in, in my life, I was late to my it. first hair appointment, by the way, oh, we were no. literally doing a check-in and she was like, we'll see you in a few minutes. I'm like, wait, I'll see you at one. And she's like, no, I have you down for 10. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, typically I agree. I, I hate being late for things. Um, well, you know, when it happens, it's, we're human, it's life, it happens. <laughs> so, um, gosh, I don't know. Like, I feel like for you, you're really good at consistency and not beating yourself up if something falls off course. So, you know, one <laughs> thing that I think we've been working on is, is de-stressing because I think as you know, you're a busy single mom, like you don't get a break. And so right. little minutes here and there to de-stress and to have like a few minutes just to breathe and think about breath. And, you know, some of those things are so important to our overall success, but like mm-hmm. for you, like, and that's, and that's really hard as a mom, yeah. you know, to really legitimately take time for yourself. Yep. I do, you know, like I'll, I'll, I come home, I, I, the kids will be settled down. It'll be late evening. And I say, Hey, I'm going to go run to the garage and I'm going to work out, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I'm taking time for myself, but that really isn't like, you need to be calm. And, and that's really, really hard for me to do. Cause I have a really hard time just sitting yeah, and, and not it doing needs, anything. It needs to be intentional. Like Yes. Us working uh, out is something that we check off our list for the day. It's not yeah. like mindful breathing. It's not, you know, reflecting right. about our day or, you know, it's yeah. But so yeah. I had I had this last weekend and it was probably the one of the first weekends that I didn't have. I mean, I had the big girls, but I didn't have my little one. And so she was with her dad and I just, I literally took the day just for me on Saturday. I mean, I got up and I worked out and then I, you know, I just, I went to town and I had my nails done, had a pedicure and I just, you had a day for you. it was just me and a few hours and it makes a huge difference in your mood. And, you know, you, you come back home to the chaos and I think you have a little bit of clarity but I think you also build up a bit more patience too, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know like for me last week, I was like, like I said, last Thursday, I was at like short fuse. I had no patience and mm-hmm. I was just, I had just had to step, take a step back and say, okay, this is not you. I think we need a break. And so, you know, the kids did the dishes, the husband did the cooking and I plastered my butt on the couch and it was lovely. And I felt guilty and all the crap was going through my mind that I needed to get done. But then I thought, nope, you actually need this. So we're just going to stop thinking about it. And you're just going to chill. And yep. the next day, I felt like a completely different person. So I don't, well, you know, and that, and that, that goes into support, like with yeah. the family, like everybody needs to contribute really through the day. Yeah. So, so many people, moms, it, it, it's hard because it's natural for a mom to want to be in control and to do all the things. I talk to a lot of parents who do the kids laundry for them and, you know, serve the food for them and and don't expect them to do the dishes or help in any way. And like, I've just never, I didn't grow up that way. We all contributed, um, you know, and that's something mm-hmm. that 
that's important to me for my kids is my boys do their own laundry and, and they unload the dishwasher and help with dishes and serve their own food and et cetera. But mm-hmm. also, there's a lot out there who do it all. And then they're so stressed to the max, you know, and yep. they expected a little bit more out of everybody who, you know, is capable, you know, obviously mm-hmm. four year old. But granted, she can set the forks out or, you know, she can do little. Right. Yeah. It's simple little things. It isn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, crazy, but yeah, yeah, you need, you need that little bit of support. So, and you know, that kind of falls into helping your day go smooth, you know, like if it becomes a structured thing where, you know, every day that one child does this and the other one does that and yeah. You know, absolutely. I love it. Well, I know that you, uh, you know, we're nearing 10 o'clock and you've got clients starting. So I know you need to, Yep. (laughs) I so appreciate you taking the time with me today. I mean, crappy day outside, but you know, we're drinking our coffee, we're having fun and, and girl, you're a breath of fresh air to me. I just love talking with you. Well, thank you. I enjoy it. (laughs) Yes. Um, how can our listeners connect with you online if they have, you know, hair inquiries or, you know, things like that? Cause you do extensions, um, right? I do. I do. Yeah. Um, really a lot of people just kind of see me on Instagram. It's a underscore right underscore hair, or just look up Amy, right. You'll see me. Um, and just message me. That's how a lot of people get a hold of me. I have a ton of people from like Omaha or, you know, North Loop. I've had, you know, I've got, gosh, can't, I have a client from Kansas, which is insane. So, you know, and they, they've all found me through social media through, through Instagram. So it's a big, it's a big thing right now. So yeah. it's kind of cool. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I'll put your contact mm-hmm. information in the show notes so that they can look you up for inquiries and, um, but yeah, I just really enjoyed our conversation today and I'll, um, catch you in the next one. If you liked this episode, please be sure to subscribe and share it to your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.